0: One time, uh, this boy in a bathroom at a party in Chicago gave me some, like, lipstick thing and was like, just snort this. And it was, like, at the time in the evening where it was okay to snort whatever was handed (laughs) to me. And um, I was like, oh, my God. I did it. And I was like, oh, my God. What is that? And he just started listing letters to me and then just said cocaine at the end. (laughs) (laughs) And cocaine. He was like, K G. C T this um, is this is cocaine that, and I was like
1: this is that fucking Midwestern mentality Midwesterners like I don't even know how many times I've gotten surprise cocktails full of like random pills crushed together or people being like this is ecstasy and coke yeah and, and I'm like I don't need to be that confused on how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Tony Soto. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me is Maxwell Esposito.
0: Hello, it's me.
1: It's just you.
0: Is this the second time in a row? No, we had Lucy. No, 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 no. We
1: didn't have, like, this is is the first time that you and I have, uh, I've, we have a guest today, but this is the first time you and I are bantering alone. Oh, my God. I'm like, are, you are you so a, nervous? Um, I feel you like like, should be. Don't fuck it up.
0: I'm always kind of nervous to talk to you. You, <laughs> you kind of stress me out. <laughs> well, here we go. Let's start. Yeah. Happy Pride. Yeah, I was just going to say, speaking of anxiety, Happy Pride. Did you make it? I did. I mean, you know me. I'm boring. I'm so boring. I like... Went out for a mom on Saturday, and everybody just kept telling me how tired I looked the whole time I was. Out uh-huh. Yikes,
1: girl! Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: that's that's where I'm at. In my and life. you're never
1: out, so I for <laughs> you to hear that, like, I had a friend. Was that person coming for you? I was had a that friend a in town
0: from Chicago visiting me, and have I ever met that friend before? No, he. Um, we'll tell a little tea about him. He was one of my straight-identifying friends for most of college, and recently broke up with the girl that we became friends with, and then came out as gay. <sighs> She's so a late in life gay. Yes, I'm
1: fascinated with late in life gays. Fascinated.
0: I was too because you know usually you you, like when they come out you're like thank God but him I was kind of like oh my god were you you shook yeah a little bit I mean I think everybody's everybody was that because
1: like he never asked you to blow him when you guys were growing up is that what it was like you like like you stayed over at his house once or twice and you always inched over but he always never like inched back you know that game do we know that game
0: do you know that game here you go talking about straight men (laughs) it's being a predator to straight men again Um, (laughs) I tell
1: you listen. I'm telling you that I was... One of the most horrible fucking uh, people when it came to like trying to groom a straight guy into bed.
0: No, he never did that. I worked w-
1: very hard to get laid.
0: I love that. For when you. I was growing uh, up, <laughs> he, he one time had me pick me up, uh, pick him up from Hydrate at like two in the morning. I had worked late, and I he like called me and was like, "Why are you at a bar with me right now?" And I'm like, "Cause I have a job." <laughs> he was like, "Well, I'm going out," and he was friends with a lot of gay, f- my gay friends, so yeah. it wasn't necessarily. So she odd. was gay. Well, but right. it wasn't out of character for him to be at a gay bar. Got so it. when he was like, come find me, I was like, okay. Got um, it. We, he stayed at my house, but I never thought of anything of it. He slept on the couch. I was like, go back to Sarah. Bye. Like, uh, Oh, that's I, right, because he was with your Judy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, okay. And I only did that once to a Judy. she hooked up with her boyfriend after they broke up, and she, I never did it again. <laughs> she
1: has the quiet, straight guy vibe still. Like, that was for sure. Like, in the middle of uh, Bears in Space at <laughs> Akbar on Sunday in the middle of Pride, uh, he he's just standing there.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. We've talked about. I don't think being in the. He's not a scene queen. Got like, it. I think that's not really his bag of yeah. tricks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, he was absorbing and seeing. You know gus kenworthy was there so girl was,
1: she sure was and i we were watching people play tug of war with her i mean like everywhere i looked it was some other person trying to make uh uh what's his name gus gus kenworthy their wife i yeah. was like
0: okay i was just so i mean it's, sports aren't my thing so i was just like why do all these gay people care about this athlete here does he do porn? He came to
1: Akbar once when I was hosting a karaoke, oh. and so and he talked about it on uh, Conan or something the next day and mentioned Akbar, but never mentioned the drag queen. How dare he? We hate her. Does uh, Akbar
0: have you on their website? I don't know. i I'm on that.
1: the icon wall, icon wall. Well, I mean, that's Isn't fine. That so enough?
0: is Angeline and Miss Piggy. So you're in, <laughs> I'm the in ranks good company. I'm in good company. <laughs> um, uh, How so was
1: your pride? Did you have fun? You know, well, here's I, I wanted to piggyback on uh, the Bears in Space <laughs> thing because, like, I love that party, but that party is exhausting. And I feel like I shouldn't take drugs at that party anymore because everybody be trying to talk. You know what I mean? Like, like you walk through and it's all hello, 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 hello. And, um, I, um, I didn't do any drugs on um, Pride. I oh had like good. I had like four beers total. I was being very Christian. I only packed like three joints, so I was being very like minimalist. You know, I love that. But uh, yeah, like I think I think I should like not take drugs at daytime parties and parking lots anymore.
0: I think there needs to be a uh, more shady spots at that party too. Because that party is dead ass yes, in the middle Yes, buy some potted plants the, or Like Just it. like one tent where we could all just have like a five-minute moam without right. having to be inside. Because that heat was giving me anxiety.
1: Ugh, I know. You looked like you were over from the moment I saw you.
0: Oh, I was actually having fun. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, but you did kind of it was spice up my party a little <laughs> bit. So I, uh, I was like, let me fuck it up for you. Yeah, I had to leave early Ooh. that day. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. We're still friends. We're, no, still, we're friends. still friends. <laughs> no, there was no drama. I mean, there was an adult conversation had afterward, and everything was fine. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You know, I'm coming off in a really bad light with all this like vague booking that we're doing. <laughs> about about why you went home early but no we don't need to be talking about it because uh it's fine it's fine we are fine um i (laughs) we are fine we (laughs) We are are fine we're better
0: than fine we're great we're sweating together nothing says i love you like that i know uh so we have a guest and we're gonna bring him on in a minute but uh
1: since this is the first time that you and i have uh, done this uh by um, you were nervous about not having anything to talk about. So, she started sending you random tweets with well, headlines I was, I was, being like, uh, we could talk about this if we run out of things to talk about. I mean,
0: I don't, I didn't actually think we would run out of things to say, but uh-huh. I just saw it. I was like, we could talk about it. I mean, we always love to talk about Drag Race. So. Well, I
1: always like you telling a story, so I didn't really read anything that you sent me, so Which I just want to get the tea from you on what happened real quick.
0: Oh my god, that's beyond iconic because I sent you a video. So there was absolutely nothing to read. Couldn't be bothered. You. I sent you a YouTube Couldn't be bothered. video link some Do you have any idea
1: how busy I've been watching fucking King of the Hill?
0: Um, Very busy. It literally describes the whole story to you. So, so what so happened? Pretty much Gia Gun is... Well, I guess... It I mean, I don't know how I feel about her because I think she is important to queer culture. I think her story. She is, is but just, she's an asshole. She is. Yeah, like listen, we're not, continuing continuing we're, to we're not taking
1: we're not taking away asshole. from her transness and and like and her, the moves that she's made in the community, but uh uh, sh- she's an asshole. Well, <laughs> so. I mean, Monet
0: Exchange was kind of taking away, and that's the thing. So like. So wait, what happened? Tell the me what happened. Start at the beginning. Gia uh-huh. made comments about Monet not deserving to win on Hey Queen or Look at Her. Oh, or for one All of Stars. Yes, I agree. I mean, whatever. What she was saying was very not even like this is just my opinion. This is like Ivy. Mean, uh-huh. it was very Gia gun. Cool. It was very yeah. backhanded and back and forth. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And then Monet exchange on her new talk show. Yeah. Like read Gia to filth and yeah. it was pretty much like. I'm on my third episode of my talk show. Oh, that's you, the whole story. And you went home on your because I
1: did see that part. Yeah, and I was also like, okay, now I get it, Monet. Great, YouTube, awesome, perfect. Congratulations on your show. But if you're gonna try to read a bitch, don't be tripping over your teleprompter or whatever you're doing because she stumbled a few times, and it's like, girl. <coughs> Anywho, I have no interest in any of those drag queens though, so I hope they work it out. And uh, yeah,
0: I mean, I guess I just thought maybe we'd bring it up. Yeah, we we could talk about it but i feel like we kind of feel the same on yeah. this one. is that slay at gia's existence but like maybe be nicer while you're oh she's such an
1: asshole like um so but speaking of uh asshole no dra- drag 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 that's what we're speaking about drag speaking not, of not drag assholes. assholes can't be assholes assholes
0: um, of drag queens
1: if you only watch rupaul's drag race then you might not know that there is an actual underground drag scene in most every city um uh, a, a wonderful gentleman uh recently wrote oh yes we're gonna f- uh flower this up uh wrote a book uh about the underground drag scene here in downtown uh los angeles so, without further ado, I would like to invite our guest, London Alexander, to the show. Hello, London.
2: Hello. Thank you for
1: having Hi, me. Hi. Thank you, you for coming. made it. Has this been agonizing just to sit here and listen to all this banter? Absolutely. These vocal fries. Absolutely. She picked up paper. She's like, I'm just
2: reading. She
0: pulled a oh. bottle of tequila out of her <laughs> bag. Oh, I didn't know I was going to be
2: called out on this. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. There's no secrets here. It was here. strictly audio, but no. Give, give them a little visual, We've got to let them know.
1: Um, so happy Pride! Yes, happy Pride. Did you, guys you do, do the Pride thing? Are you? Uh, I Are would you love to see you we go. <laughs> no.
2: yeah. I was in Wyo actually on you, Saturday. You were. Know? Um,
1: so did you? But you didn't go on Sunday. What'd you do for Pride? Uh, on Pride Sunday, yeah, I on was over Sun- in bed. Oh, oh. Yeah, I did there. not
2: make it after after Pride Saturday. It was like a well, post. What did you do Pride Saturday? That is a great question. I've got two photos that tell me what I did, and one is just of me and some random woman, and the other photo. So is you were just
1: Kikiing out there, uh, getting drunk at the bars.
2: Oh, you know. Okay, fine. Right. Was I it wild?
0: That. I've never made it to WeHo Pride, and the f- I've never once like set foot in that neighborhood on that weekend. I was there Friday. How was that? Well, tell me both of your sides
2: of the story. I'd oh, like to know. Actually, Friday is the slower night, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Oh well, I look. I'm not looking to rage. I've never. I have not ever been to We Hill Pride, um, the parade Sunday, whatever. Me neither. Um, uh, but I went out Friday, and it was fine. It was fun. I mean. <laughs> I, I, I can have a good time at WeHo. It's just like, why would you spend money on all those drinks?
0: I love WeHo. I so silly. Fantastic.
2: I think it's cute. What did? You, wh- how was Saturday for you? I enjoyed it. Actually, I don't go to WeHo that often, so it was yeah. like a, a one-night thing in a, in a long time, and it just it was great. I bet you I are just enjoyable to see when people are like uh, people watching. Oh, I'm around sure. In WeHo. <laughs> I'm sure of it, yeah. I'm the only one in all black and <laughs> face tattoos there. Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> exactly. love a face exactly. tattoo. Oh, yes.
1: Well, listen, we're going to take a quick break when we come back uh, we're going to talk about the book that London has recently written About the downtown drag scene So we'll be right back
0: I can't wait to learn what a book is
1: Hey everybody, do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand If you want more of me Tune into the Gay Power Half Hour Available on iTunes Hosted by me, Tony Soto And my good Judy, Casey Lai It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry You won't want to miss Check us out on iTunes The Gay Power Half Hour And we are back and our guest is uh, London Alexander. First of all, is that your Christian name? That is my Christian name. I love that Thank name. You so it much. is a great name. Thank you. Um, we met a couple of months ago. Maybe, yeah, because uh, uh, you're friends with a lot of drag queens that I know. Correct. Um, where are you from originally?
2: I'm from the SGV 626 in West Covina, unfortunately.
1: Oh, so still a, a SoCal native.
0: Oh, yeah. West Absolutely. Covina, right. that's where Why that.
2: Unfortunately. Have you been to West Covina?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a kind of dull place. It's my crazy ex-girlfriend <laughs> made it very famous, exactly.
1: though. Exactly. So. That's how everybody knows it now. Yeah, I that's the only ha- way I know it. It yes. was from uh, my crazy ex-girlfriend.
0: For a second, I thought you meant you were saying, like, your crazy <laughs> ex-girlfriend. I was like, <laughs> She's a nut. Yeah, she like, lost her mind. <laughs> <laughs> she followed you to California. She is crazy.
1: Um, uh, And uh, so now you're living in Los Angeles. What do you do here?
2: Yes, I'm actually a bartender at a BDSM bar. Ooh, yeah, which
0: one? Quite
1: exciting. You got yeah. the look. <laughs> <You> t- <laughs> she's so t- she's so cute, tattooed, all black. Always look like you could be at a funeral. It's great.
2: You just never know.
1: Um, how is that? How is working at a bar like that in it's Los amazing. Angeles?
2: I've learned a lot of cool things. I've learned you know how to spank people in public. I've learned how to. Yeah, they do like tie wonderful knots. Oh, yeah, demonstrations. Absolutely. Mm. Oh, and you genuinely not even have to go to Boy Scouts. No, no.
1: I kinda, honestly. There's a, there, there's there's a very small amount in me that and i think it's because i'm such a control freak in life that i don't think i would mind being tied with rope At some point, maybe. But this this is good to know. Yeah, but this is like just this is like me just thinking out loud and thinking of the idea of it. I'm like, "Eh, that doesn't sound like terrible. You don't
0: have a bed frame, but no, not to
1: a bed frame. I don't want to be. No, 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 no. I want to be able. Like, I'm cool with this. Like, I'm cool with the locking of my wrists or something. But I want to be able to walk out of here if anything happens. In case there's a fire or something. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So a fire. How, uh, so what got you into hanging out? Well, the name of the book, you wrote a book, and the name of the book is uh, The Downtown Underground, a memoir of my time with the underground drag queens of Los Angeles. First of all, kudos on that pretentious long
2: title. Thank you. I think that was <laughs> the first time I've ever seen you read something. <laughs> uh, I'm well, so I, proud of you. And
0: did you see how I had to slow down?
2: Was like I was like, that's a lot of words.
0: <laughs> is it broken up? Is it written on different lines or is it all one?
2: Oh, it's all one title. I love it. Subtitle. Yeah. I guess you can call so, it. Um, how long have you been hanging out with drag queens? Um, Well, I have friends from high school and college that were not drag queens at the time and they all kind of became drag queens. Yeah, as we do. Yeah. yeah. So, I've I've actually so they loved kind them of, before they were drag queens, uh, and then seeing the entire process of who they were to who they are now is just incredible. And I had to document it. That's interesting. Um, is it because like you you
1: you knew them when they were not trying to do this as a, as a living or whatever? Uh, and was it the personality changes that you are very aware of, like the creation of a character? Because my whole thing is like I tell people I'm I I want to be the Tony I want to be Tony Soto as a drag queen too because I don't want to lose myself in a character idea, and I think that sometimes
2: drag queens do that. They absolutely do that. Yeah. But no, a couple of my friends they it was the it was like the confidence and the the happiness and just the freedom that they learned from. From becoming drag queens, which is absolutely incredible. Mm. Do you remember like the
0: queen that uh, inspired this project? You, was there like a moment when you wanted to do it? Because I feel like we all have that like one show, that one. Yeah. Queen is there like a specific with, like, yes. m-
2: queen that me that was your muse? Yes, it's two people actually. Uh, one of them is chronicled in the book, Isadora Divine Manson. She's a good friend of mine, and seeing seeing her transition to a drag queen was was. A sight to behold, uh-huh. and then we used to go to a little club in the SGV called uh, Oasis, and Raven—that was the first place Raven was performing. Oh, great. so that seeing her on Drag Drag Race and then Isadora was just uh, just the perfect combination. Yeah, so the,
0: like one of my favorites as well.
2: She's so great, Raven. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: although she relatable, although she has never been a winner. So and uh, justice for Tyra Sanchez, she should have been able to. Uh, Embrace her win. I mean, she never was allowed to because they a, said that Raven was robbed. And Raven wasn't. Go back and rewatch. Well, she's anyway. An, she's
0: an Emmy-winning uh,
2: makeup artist. Sometimes,
1: so. sometimes we go on a tangent. So what kind of stories are you sharing in the book then? Like what can people expect to read?
2: Oh, you know, it's just a traditional queer coming-of-age memoir. We've got car chases, gun-wielding lesbians, drag queen brawls, some stuff about Dracula and... Oh, we know about that show. Have oh, you heard, heard about of it? that
1: show? Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Tony loves
0: it. Yeah, I'm a big What's fan. What's your review show called again? The Boohoo
1: Review. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, no <laughs> need to give them the spotlight. Back to Tony. <laughs> Back to Tony. <laughs> yeah. um, I do not condone that. But oh, okay. oh, oh, no. That's... Anyone who comes to this show knows that we have a hate, hate relationship, and it's just fine. Uh,
0: I'm neutral on this situation. Don't worry. Oh,
1: yeah. This could. Get you in trouble if you're friends with them.
2: <laughs> it, this is sounding like it gave me into a lot more trouble than I'm already in. Ah, which
1: is which leads me to my next question because, uh, so, uh, so there's like stories about like you partying and stuff and like up to no good basically. You up to no good with some current drag queens.
2: Always. Yeah.
1: Um, and you've had a little bit of uh pushback from some of the girls that you've mentioned in the book.
2: Oh, yes. Tell uh, us about that. I had a little bit of backlash from some people. I won't, I won't point out names or anything yeah no need to do that but i love to speculate perfect
0: if you want to know read the
2: book <laughs> yeah and you speculate nailed like that's, it that's the whole point yeah so go ahead actually uh, some people have skim- skimmed through the book and saw their names come up a few times read a few paragraphs and did not like what they read didn't like the story that
1: you shared about them i guess specific stories that maybe paint them in a bad light
2: or make them look well i've I look at it this way. Yeah. Uh, a lot of artists hide behind their art. Uh-huh. Uh, for example, I'm I hide behind this book. It's difficult for me to speak about my feelings in person, so I wrote this book and I express a lot of myself, and it's left me vulnerable. Yeah, uh, I think drag queens have uh, the whole persona they almost uh, hide behind. I don't like that word, but no, you it's know. true. I think a lot of the time it is because you know that
1: kind of power and confidence that you noticed in your friends as a drag queen is. You know, when we are wearing our capes, you know what I mean? But like when
2: a lot of the time the boy part are quieter, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of a lot of the stories and anecdotes and memories in the downtown underground was uh, behind the scenes of the queen, sometimes in boy form. And I don't think a lot of them were ready to see that kind of light shine on them.
1: Got it. Mm -hmm and maybe maybe they thought like why was it your uh
2: job to tell their story or something like that Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I could something I totally understand. Um so So have relationships been ended as a result of this book or like are you are, will the fences be mended again at some point do you think? I have full faith that the fences will be mended again. How long that'll take, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to get someone to to talk to you when they don't want to talk. Yeah. And so I guess since Um, On the show, I could publicly state that I do apologize for some of the stuff that I've said in the book. And I would like to I would like to mend those fences as soon as possible.
1: Well, you know, I look at it this way. I've made a lot of bad decisions in my life. Um, And uh, you got to own them and you got to make them iconic. Otherwise, this kind of shit will happen like your ego gets in the way. You know, it's like if someone wrote a book about me. I mean, first of all, I was very fucked up, so I don't know if I would remember anything. But
0: yeah, yeah, Tony, how would you feel if your friend wrote that you did a bunch of bad stuff at a party in a book? I'm sure somebody probably has. I mean, I talk
1: about it on the show. So, yeah. like, I mean, I, 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 I do, I, I'll admit to it before anyone else tries to pull some shit out on me. Like, that's my whole thing. I'm like, admit to it, so that way no one can fuck you over.
0: And I mean, I think it's kind of funny that they're upset, like, I mean, I don't know what queens these are, but, I mean, drag queens constantly glamorize partying and getting fucked up and, like, have to promote booze at But bars, when you're not, not like in
1: drag and it's a story of you not being in drag, I think that's a whole other scenario. Like, if it's a it. story about, like, what I did as a high schooler when we fucking wrecked a car or whatever and... and uh, what, like fought I, some lesbians? What did you say that was it? Gun-wielding lesbians. Gun-wielding lesbians. You know, it's like, uh, I, I, I kind of get that. But but you're not making a dime
2: on this book. No, I'm not, actually. Tell um, people what you're, where the money is going for this book. All the proceeds for the book are being donated to the Los Angeles LGBT Center because they played such a pivotal role in, in my life. And I've, I've written about the center in the book and how they were there for me and a lot of people that I know. Oh, that's fantastic. That's awesome. See, so, so I'm, I'm trying to give back to the community that, that welcomed me. And that was well, always so the intention, right? Absolutely. That's that, what, that, was that was always the, the intention. So, see, here's the thing, and this is what I guess I
1: would want to say to like your friends. It's like, okay, so there's a shitty story about you out there, but that shitty story is helping our community. So, you're a hero. Yeah, well, I wouldn't go that far, but you yeah. know, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah, blow the smog out their ass. Th-
0: what do they say? Not all heroes wear capes. There we go. <laughs>
2: but they do wear wigs.
0: Yes. Oh my God.
2: Um. So, where uh, can people like find the book? So the book can be ordered uh, online on my website at LondonAlexander.net, dot net, Amazon, Barnes Noble website, and as of this week, it's going to be in a few bookstores, including Book Soup in West Hollywood. Skylight Books in Silver Lake and Romans in Pasadena. Oh, Skylight Books—that's right over here by my house. Absolutely. Oh, I'll
1: have to stop in and get a copy. I mean, I'm definitely want to give back to the LGBT center. So, how has have you had any reviews about the book? How's the feedback been about the book outside of your friends, who obviously I think need to you know deal with that on their own? Uh, Like readers, just regular readers. Oh,
2: the feedback has been actually pretty great. You know, I've got a few people say that I'm a complete asshole, but they're very glad that I wrote this book for people to read.
1: Why? Why do they say that you're a complete asshole?
2: Just because you're sharing? Because, Tony, I am. Yeah, I mean, you definitely give off that vibe for
1: sure. When I you never know if he's going to bite at you or what you're you you keep people at a distance, I think.
2: I'm learning I'm learning to, to love people and to, to open up and, yeah. you know, be vulnerable. This book is teaching me a lot. Like,
0: What's the biggest lesson you've learned from
2: it? From writing the book, Mm -hmm. that's not everybody wants you to be successful. And that I think that is not necessarily bad, definitely not good, but it's just true people do you think
0: that people it's not that people don't want you to be successful but people are jealous of other people's success
2: because it's not theirs right yeah, absolutely it's a jealousy thing it's an ego thing 100 percent. which kind of surprised me because it's a whole different medium than you know i don't know none of my friends or a few of my friends are writers but nobody is kind of in the same you know under that umbrella everybody's a performer singer dancer drag queen yeah so it's like it, how, how can you be jealous when somebody has a completely different medium and has writing always been your thing? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. What other yes. kind of things do you write? Uh, I usually write uh, comedy scripts for television. Oh, oh yeah, good but for you. This was a side project, actually. Comedy but.
1: scripts. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Oh. You're funny. Yeah. I can see you little be funny. A
2: little bit of dark comedy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Everyone loves the an asshole. Dark are always funny. Everyone
1: loves an asshole. That's I, 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 do anyway. So what's next? What are you gonna? Uh, what are you gonna be working on next?
2: That is a great question, actually. Uh, originally, it was going to be a poetry book, but this book, because of the feedback of this book and and how well it is doing, I'm thinking of doing a sequel. Oh, you That's got fun. more
1: people's dirty laundry to air, do I you, mean, London?
2: You got a lot more sharing to do, do there's you? A whole lot more stories in here.
0: Maybe find a queen that will let you follow them.
2: I have a few, actually. I have a few in mind. I'm for sure the next there's projects. some that
0: would be really into that. So, and you know, so then you could avoid that an uh, issue of people being upset if you pick some people?
1: So, uh, I'm an Audible girl. Is this going to be available on Audible? Are you going to do You're uh, like the
2: 10th person to ask me that. Or are you
1: going to do a little recorded version?
2: Honestly, I don't think anybody should be driving in their car Listening to BJs in back alleys oh coming God, out of their this radio. Is the best time to Why start not? listening. So listen
1: on the four oh five. I'm sure Girl, that's a lot of time. I'd like to be hearing about Dick second. Yes. Yeah, yeah, nor
2: seriously. do I think I could record that with a straight face or anyone really.
0: <laughs> I'm sure there are people that are paid a lot of money not to laugh at those things. So I think you're good.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think
1: I think it has to happen. You know, to it's.
0: I could read it. I'll read it for uh, you. <laughs> that sounds you, like a great idea, Could you actually. imagine
1: that vocal fry talking about blowjobs?
0: <laughs> and just like throughout the thing, just hearing my iced coffee slurping. like. <laughs> and then the drag queen put the dick in her mouth. <laughs> I like it. Oh, so you have read the book. Put the drag <laughs> queen. The drag queen. My good friend, the drag queen. Oh, I didn't get any names. So what was I supposed to do? Make one up? I know.
1: Well, London, I'm actually proud of you for this whole thing. I think this is amazing. First, you wrote a book. You're, you're, you've learned from it. You're growing from it. It's going towards to a great cause. So everyone should go and get this book. Wait, what is it called again? That long-ass title is The Downtown Underground. That's, a, that's fine enough. A memoir Here we go. of my time with the underground drag queens of downtown Los Angeles. Check it out. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, We're going to do our listener questions of the week, so we'll be right back. Hey everybody, Tony Soto here. Do you love the Tony Soto show? Then prove it. Go to the iTunes page and rate us five stars and leave a cute little comment. If you do, you get free shit. What? Yes, free shit. All you have to do is go to the iTunes page, give us five full stars, and leave us a comment, and then email me telling me that you did it at the Tony Soto Show at gmail.com and I'm gonna send you a free Tony Soto show sticker. That's right, baby. You get rewarded for listening to this crap. All right, we are back back, uh, and I realized uh, while we were at the break that you wrote this whole book about drag queens, and you never mentioned any of them, so who are we going to be reading about in this book?
2: A lot of the downtown drag queens, actually, this This whole the whole point of the book was to spotlight the community that has accepted me and shown me that there are queer spaces that welcome people like me. So some people actually might be pretty surprised that they're even in the book mentioned or part of the storyline. People like Vander Von Odd, Frankie and Allie Doom, Pinche Queen, Valerie Von Boom, uh, Ursula Major, Rubella Spreads, Meatball, Felony Dodger, and of course on the cover is St. Peter DeVille who helped build the downtown community and of course I would always pay my respects to him and his house. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean uh, the, the the thing is is like and I and we stress this all the time, like
1: outside of Drag Race there is so much fucking amazing talent out there that you can go and see for like literally nothing. You know what I mean? A like, lot of
0: the shows at clubs downtown are free.
1: Yeah. So get out there and see what's going on and get this book and read about all the junk they did when they were fucking drunk dudes. That's great. I love it. Scandal. Uh, well, we're going to go ahead, and uh, listeners, we do these listener questions every week. So if you'd like to have your questions, concerns, comments uh, read on the show, then you just need to go to the Tony Soto show, uh, com and go to the message part and little message thing. What is it called? I just don't know, nor do I care.
0: A message box?
1: It's a message box, and you just leave the message there. Technology. Um, so who's going to kick us
2: off with our first question? All right, go ahead. and. That's you. That's me. I'm on. Yeah. Okay, the first question is, I started dating a guy, and last time I was at his place, I stumbled upon his porn collection, a VHS collection, and he had a lot of them. He's cute, but I'm not sure if I want to be fucking a guy with a VCR. (laughs) Trust me when I tell you there was a lot of tapes. (laughs) He might be a bit obsessed. Is it worth it, or should I next him? Tony, I have a question for you. Yeah. It's a VHS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know,
1: I just uh, was watching this whole thing about uh, the new Generation Z, which is all these kids who grew up on screens like they've never had anything uh, like not known a screen. And uh, well, a VHS is a really archaic, old school way that we used to see moving move pictures.
0: I remember we used those. to watch
1: moving pictures. We used to be able to record TV shows that we played. Um, my mother used to tape soap operas all the time, and she liked to play the pause remote game so she could go back and rewatch without commercials. It was uh, the dark ages. Uh, I <laughs> remember like it.
0: those days, actually. So, and
1: and because it's the dark ages, I think that that man is creepy. I don't know that you should. I don't know that... In yeah, a
0: VHS d- isn't better quality. Did
1: he also have a computer? Because, like, if he did, then he's,
0: at, at best,
1: dumb. <laughs> at best.
0: At be- <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I guess I would be... I'm, like, kind of shocked that he was able to even maintain a VCR for that long. Didn't they break all the time? I think there's still options. I think you can... St- I don't know that... I wonder,
1: have VCRs been ruled out completely? Can you not buy our VCR anywhere, like at a, at a Best Buy? I guess. Could I, I go in I? and get a VCR DVD or Blu-ray uh, combo still? I don't know I'll why you'd want to. I know. I don't know why you would. want well, to watch to porn. watch your pornos. You know that was the whole thing too. Is like when you were. I remember like being young, and uh, when you got a hold of your oh, first. gay you could get it on Porn movie. Cause, I mean, I've had the tapes. I have to admit, I've had the tapes.
2: Um, they're hard to hide because they're big old fucking tapes. <laughs> <laughs> and don't those tapes, They like if you watch them too many times, they start stretching out or start skipping in scenes. Yeah, but if it's a big collection, you're probably not
1: going <laughs> to I don't know. Are you are you a porn watcher, London? Me? Yeah. Do oh, you, do you like porn?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Do you, uh, yeah, you, you want to check my search history? <laughs> yeah. I I'm sure you don't.
1: Are you a, are you a fast forwarder to the good parts or yeah. do you watch it straight through? Uh, does anybody watch it straight through? I've known people really? who have who watch straight through, but I think that they're porn addicts. <laughs> like, you, are wait. they there for the storyline? you know i love the acting i'm a big fan i like i i do like the storylines that they that they like to play out now but i am i get super annoyed by the overly aggressive bad acting like i watched one recently where it was like they just kept forgetting the plot when they were talking like at one point they were brothers and then they turned into like school friends and it was like why are, you still have to? Yes, and you still have to actively listen. If you're gonna act, you have to realize that you came in there as brothers, so you can't suddenly turn into
2: just school chums. You know, it doesn't make any sense. And then you start laughing right in the middle of your business. And <laughs> yeah, my, that's a whole different story. my business. Yes, business, exactly. I, don't know what you do. I love I don't, how conservative you
1: are about that. Your business.
0: Um, I have an update for you guys. Yes, I do not think they're making VCRs anymore. Everything on Amazon was either refurbished. Or it just was a DVD player. Well,
1: then I have advice. You better also find yourself a, re- a separate rewinder because that's what stretches out the tapes. We, used I'm telling you, there was something for everything. We a had a VCR. We had a rewinder that you would then take the tape out of the VCR and put it in the rewinder and rewind it that way for oh. some reason.
0: I would do it like I'd save all my Disney movies and rewind them all at once because I like the noise
2: it made. <laughs> <laughs> we all get off on different things.
0: I thought it was so fun. I was just like, and I would just pump him out real quick.
2: Look, I think
1: that I think that this guy is a weirdo, but um, ma- maybe he's just nostalgic for the better days. Hey, as long as he rewinds it, I don't see any problem with this. Maybe he likes to play. Who do you think is dead? You know, he watches Ooh. all the old videos and. How do you I, play that, Tony? <laughs> you watch vintage porn, oh. and there's a good chance they're dead.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <get> That's a game. <laughs> now I do? You're. You're dark. <laughs> okay. Um, <I> <laughs> that's that re- a good turn. <laughs> I have to read a question. Yeah. And on that note. Um, okay. Anonymous. This is my first pride as an out gay man. It has n- not been a good year, and there have been times where I wish I stayed in the closet. Any advice for a newly out person? Hmm. Well, (laughs) because I want to tell you to go because you should experience that, but I'm also a person that, like, is, like, if I'm not 100%, I'm just, like, I'd rather Netflix and chill. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, if you're a new gay, you got to go to a goddamn pride parade. I really
0: feel like you should try, I mean, if you do have gay friends, you should really try to rally and, like, just, like, put your game face on and try to go and, like, get together with your queer brothers and sisters. Because what if he doesn't? Well, I mean, that's why I'm saying. Or what if like they don't? I'm sorry. They, yeah, no. I mean, if you do, that would be, uh, I mean, something you should do. You have to know somebody. I mean, so everybody at my work, it was like. Are you off this weekend? I'm sure somebody. Long gone
1: will. are those days where I'm requesting it off. You yeah. know, well, how long have you been gay, London? When did you come out of the closet? Since I came out of the womb. Really? Yeah. Have you been gay since oh, you yeah. were young? Did you come out at, as a young at a, at a young age?
2: I'm. I don't think I've ever technically come out. Really. Oh. I've had my mom ask me, and I said, "Yeah." Wow. Oh. And there, here we are. And here. <laughs> and if, not that it matters, but I, more pansexual, I'm yeah. open to. Every type. You just First want
1: person. someone to touch it. Well, i got I say you. That. Oh, I, <laughs> I, 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 I got to dumb it down for my listeners, okay? Find me on Instagram. <laughs> um, uh, you, you, Listen, you have to go and check it out. I understand if you don't have gay friends and you don't want to uh, go alone, don't worry. You're going to stumble across some overly friendly drunk gay person who will scoop you up and take you into a bar at some point. So You should it's, go. It's I a fun night. I mean, I've definitely... Uh I when I my first Pride in Chicago, I was by myself when I went to the Pride and I had a blast. <laughs> it was great. Um, well, uh, welcome to the community. You um, are loved. Oh, that's me. I'm next, huh?
0: Yes. Okay. Thank you for writing good luck with pride.
1: Here we go. It's this is from Jennifer and it says, Hi folks. Um, I need you to know that I love this show. And during Pride Month, you should know that you are appreciated. Thank you. Um, I am a big old lesbian, and I am at the age where the biological clock is proving to not be a myth. So I did what any good lesbian does, and I got a dog. I named him Jim after my father because he passed away a year ago, and uh, Jim kind of looks like my dad. Since getting Jim, my mom has really taken to the role of Grandma and is always over giving me parenting advice and spoiling Jim. I know this should be cute, but I feel that there's a tad bit of sadness because mom misses dad. She's not big into talking, but I'm not sure if I should check in with her. It's been a year and she said that she is doing better, but since I named my dog after my dad, I may have triggered her.
0: Well, that was a lot depressing.
1: Yeah, does it make you sad? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's a little odd that you would name uh your dog after your dead dad, I think. But I mean, but do you for different Do you? I mean, I baby. would never I would never uh uh name my dog Silvano, you know what I mean? And I don't even like my dad, you know? I mean, that's why cuz I would never want to like I I love the dog.
0: I think it's kind of cute. What did she say the dog's name is? Jim. Jim. I mean, that's like, I mean, whatever name you just said. Yeah, I mean, what were you going (laughs) to do? uh, Call that out at a dog park? Like, Jim is at least... Silvano! Silvano! You don't want to hear that? Horrendous. (laughs) People are going to be like... That is literally
1: my father's (laughs) name (laughs) that you just said was horrendous.
0: It's a horrendous dog name. (laughs) Different. <laughs> Jim is kind of a cute dog name. Hey, Jim is absolutely a cute Jim dog name. Jim is great. Yeah, S- yeah, yeah. Silvano, if you're listening, <laughs> <to> this, I'm <laughs> oh, so sorry. She's not. I'm so sorry uh, for everything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god! Um, look, you may have triggered her. It may have, it may have I it
0: may it may have like brought on something, but you know just just tell her the doctor said you can't be spoiling it anymore. Then it takes the guilt out of it, and then you can be like, do you want to kill Jim <laughs> again? Oh God! Wow! Wow, <laughs> Tony! Wow. wow, Tony!
1: What? It's hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> All I'm thinking about is the air conditioner. <sighs> um. I mean, I, I don't really know. Uh, I, I think like, you should talk to her, I guess, and be like, hey, I just want you to know that I love you and that I hope that me naming the dog Jim didn't trigger you.
2: Or if worse comes to worse, you could always change the dog's name.
1: You, yeah, you could do it now. Do it, do now, it now before you confuse thing. the poor thing.
2: Yeah, name it Maxwell. Talk about horrendous Maxwell! Games. Maxwell! <laughs>
0: Fine, just call Come it M- here, Max. Come here, Maxwell. Call it Max. I like that. Everybody to name Max is a th- great dog name. When I was in fifth grade, my teacher told me that the number one name for dogs was Max, and I
2: started crying. <laughs> <laughs> you were so sensitive. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of friends. London, did you have a good time? I did. Had a great time. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Here.
1: Well, listen. Tell people where they can find you on the social media, and tell us and plug your book again.
2: Uh, Downtown Underground could be found on LondonAlexander.net. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the good stuff under London Alexander.
1: Great name. Still a great name. Maxwell. We, we do. always it.
2: get guests with good names. We do. We do.
0: They always have such fun names.
1: Um, We did good today. I think so. Yeah. Why don't you tell people what you have going on?
0: Um, I have a new millennial moment coming out next week, which you is going to be very sexy. It's going to be um, about just being like ab- all about the environment and such as <laughs> why you wait for Oh, that? I remember it now. It's a good one. It's yeah, pretty yeah, iconic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go check out the
1: full ones on the Tony Soto Show YouTube page. It's worth it.
0: Yeah, and when you're done or when you're sitting around waiting for that, you could just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Maxwell Esposito and Venmo me $5 for iced coffee so I could continue making great content at the Maxwell Esposito as well. There you go.
1: All right. Um, I am uh, on the Gay Power Half Hour every week uh, with my good friend Casey Lai, so you can find that on iTunes and anywhere podcasts are streamed. I'm going to be at Fault Faultline uh, tonight. Uh, what is today's date? Today's date is the 12th. But I'm going to be doing stand-up there for uh, Cracked Up, so come out and see me do... Uh, five to seven minutes of uh, quote unquote stand up comedy uh, I am the Tony Soto show on literally everything and uh, go to th- go to the tony Soto show's iTunes page and subscribe and l- and give it five stars and leave a comment if you have the time because uh, God knows I make the time for you every fucking week until next week goodbye everybody
0: bye.